We need a blooper reel <laughs> and just post them on Instagram every now and then. Like the whole podcast is a we are a blooper wheel. We are a blooper wheel. <laughs> a blooper wheel. Those blooper wheels will get you. Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen the Zach Galifianakis <laughs> documentary? No. Where he's doing his stand-up comedy and he's like, my beard hurts. No. <laughs> and it's like a kid with a beard. I love it so much. This is the Witch's Magic Murder Mystery Podcast. Not Zach Galifianakis. Nope. I would love it if he joined us, though. Let's put that on the list of things to manifest later. What can we manifest today? Let's. Should we go get some incense? We need to get your daughter here. She could probably manifest anything we want. She really can. I'm Megan. I'm Kara. And we're going to talk about a murder today. Murder. Yeah. It's. Do we want to? Do we want to say anything about what today is? Wednesday. It's doomsday. It's Wednesday. The day of I mean, it's Wednesday when we're recording. It's not Wednesday when you're listening. No, you Unless it is Friday when you're listening. But the point is, <laughs> we're recording on the day after election day. Yeah. But we don't know who won yet. We don't. So you all tell us. We're please don't. Friday. Please don't tell us anything. Y'all don't. <laughs> let's just let's just pretend it's not happening because, and I don't even care who wins. It's not. I shouldn't say that. I do care who wins. But right now, I feel we like... voice our opinions. I feel like no matter who wins, because it's so close, yeah. it's just going to be another another rough four years. Like, yeah. I'm starting to wonder if I'm the crazy one. <laughs> because <laughs> because that really upsets me. Like, I really hate that, like, everybody's going to be arguing for another four years. Like, I just want people to, you know... Can we have peace? I just want some peace. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to, like, go to Thanksgiving dinner and not worry that anybody's going to... Attack you. Right. <laughs> verbally assault you right or call me stupid for believing something different than they believe pants yeah poopy pants (laughs) (laughs) i just don't want anybody to call me poopy pants that's all i'm saying (laughs) okay i'm not stupid you're not nor am i poopy pants you're not that either or wasty pants but we probably should be i'm gonna have to start drinking a lot more is what i've said (laughs) That's what we'll start doing before the podcast episodes. It's just a little sip season. That's a great plan. Mimosas all day, every day. (laughs) Okay, so today we have a murder. A Kentucky murder. It's women in Kentucky. Lexington, Kentucky. Were women murderers or women murderees? Both. Okay. And it was... Murderesses. Yeah. Murderesses? I don't know. Uh, It was in April of 1986. I was six years old. That was a thought. You were... I wasn't... I probably wasn't a thought. I think I was a surprise, maybe. Born yet. (laughs) (laughs) You were... uh, I always forget when I tell people about you. And I'm like, I can never remember how much younger Kara is than me, but she is younger than me. Because I'm an old soul. That's what it is. But she... But... Okay, so 1986, I was six. And you loved crime at the time. (laughs) You were studying... I was a six-year-old murderino at the time. You were studying on this cocaine-fueled killing I I don't remember when I got into true crime. But I know that, like, when I was younger and I started to read things that weren't picture books... Right. I loved reading, like, mysteries. Oh, yeah, me too. And then it kind of graduated to, like... Uh 
to the true crime stuff that you could find. Oh, like Google and stuff. Like, but it was like before Google. There wasn't Google. I remember the time when there wasn't Google. <laughs> you could <laughs> ask Google some for some. You could ask Jeeves. <laughs> ask Jeeves. And whatever that text messaging thing was that you could do and you'd like send it question and they'd send it i have no idea what you're talking about i don't remember ask my friend kristen you could text but how could you text people before google i don't maybe it was after google it was the time of the purple monkey on the computer and you could tell it to do things but (laughs) But i do not remember a time when i could text and get a google-like answer maybe i made this up i don't know (laughs) it was like miss cleo you calling miss cleo have you ever called miss cleo I feel attacked. <laughs> oh my god. Have no, you? No, no, no. Okay. One time. So I called her in a college one time. <gasps> how much did I you don't pay remember for this? how much it cost. I do remember that it was ridiculous. It was absolutely absurd. Have you ever, like what did you have buyer's remorse afterwards? Yeah. Well was it was it all it? stupid. I was okay, just so really going through censors. No, I don't even remember what we talked about. And I don't I just feel like if I called her, I must have been going through something serious. <laughs> like the people that call into the Sue Johansson show? What's the Sue Johansson show? It's where she, <laughs> it's where you call in, or she'll just like do shows and tell people about their sex lives and show them how to use their toys. Sue Johansson? I think that's her name. What? It, who is she? She's an old old lady <laughs> that knows her stuff. Like we it's used to an just, old lady with a sex talk show. We used to just watch it for fun. Probably when we were too young to watch it. But <laughs> I've never heard of this <laughs> in my whole entire life. Our next episode is, is it on now? I don't know if she still does it. Is she still alive? I don't, I don't know. know. Google. Questions. Okay, we'll look her up. Hey, hey Johansson. We, we can use Google to do this. <laughs> Thank she God. She knows all the things. She'll tell you how to find that spot. <laughs> <laughs> she has all the answers that Google probably doesn't. <laughs> I just want to know who she is. Like, an old lady with a talk show about sex makes me, like, I love her already. She's entertaining. Yeah. Maybe that's what we'll do after this. Okay. Just watch Sue We got way off track here. It's fine. From the 19th. When you said 1986 and and now we've ended up here. Probably into the 2000s. I love this a lot. Early 2000s. Oh, was her talk show? That's what I would guess. Okay. Mid-2000s, maybe. Never heard of that. Okay. So, I found a lot of my info on Murderpedia, APnews.com, The Herald Leader, which is now Kentucky.com, A Murder Most Foul, and Lethal Ladies Blogspot. A Murder Most Foul. I like that. I've used that for a couple things. That's a good blog, you guys, if anybody's looking for that. But we'll put all the um, sources in the... Right. So, in... Uh, April of 1986 in Lexington, Kentucky, LaFonda Faye Foster, who was 22, and Tina Marie Hickey Powell, who was 27. Tina Marie Hickey, Hickey Powell. T. Hickey. <laughs> T. Powell. That's her rap name. LaFonda Foster. LaFonda Faye Foster. Foster. That's a, that's a name right there. It is. LaFonda. Like you get mad at her. Yeah. LaFonda Faye. La- you know, oh, that's a real good one. But Tina Marie. Tina Marie Hickey Powell. No. It's not a satisfying. A, no. Okay. So these murders were considered cocaine-fueled spree killers and gangland-style killing spree. Ooh. Like mass By murders. two women. Yeah. Do they all all at once? In the span of a spree like, killing, right? Yeah. It wasn't like just tons of murders happening throughout years or anything it was just all like in an day. evening oh dang yeah it was a murder spree a bizarre spree of violence that left five friends dead and two others suspected in gangster style slings so five people were killed yeah by these two women yeah. got it okay so around 4 p.m 
on, I think I said the 23rd. Yep. Virginia Kearns called Lexington police complaining of two drunk women that refused to leave her apartment. When police arrived, they found Miss Kearns' waisty pants. Oh. So they were like, Miss mm, Kearns, are you telling us the truth? Um, like, are these people really here bothering you? Or are you just really drunk and you, you're you just calling? Do you have the hysteria? Yeah. Are you you just, are female. Are you just calling? Yeah. Are you on your period, ma'am? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> After police left, Foster and Powell headed to a party at a neighborhood apartment where Foster tried to sell a knife she had with her. So is this, like, pocket knife? And she's just, like, pulling it out and she's like, guys... Like, walking up to party attendants. Like, I don't know what kind of party this is. Is it just, like, an apartment party? Or She's just suddenly trying to sell whatever she's got. A knife. Yes. Okay. So, Foster and Powell went to that party, Mm -hmm. tried to sell a knife. While they were at the party, Virginia Kearns left to go to a nearby drugstore. And Foster and Powell were like, hey, we were just at her apartment. We're going to follow her around. So, they threatened her again. Do they know why they're threatening her? No. Just stand up champs yeah they're just really great citizens okay so then they decided to follow her back to the apartment and demanded money from virginia's husband carlos he said that he would have to write them a check because he didn't have cash on him and he did write them a check so foster decided to drive the kearns virginia and carlos uh keen sweet and the kearns housekeeper who are keen and sweet other people yeah just people that are with them so that makes one two three four five people okay uh oh the housekeeper yes who is trudy harrell okay they took them to a bait shop where she cashed the check <laughs> like what a bait shop why couldn't they go to a- well maybe if it was the evening they can't go to a bank there were i don't where why did they go with them yeah i guess maybe it's like they might have thought they have to have you with us to get since it's your check we're gonna cash you know you if you wrote the check yeah they thought they'd have a better chance how long has it been since you had to go somewhere and cash a check so foster and powell claimed they were raising money to buy a gram of cocaine so they had started a GoFundMe for their cocaine problems (laughs) this is is the very first GoFundMe is where it all started Foster drove the group to a home of Lester Luttrell to get some money. Luttrell got into an argument with Foster, and Foster shot a bullet into his house and drove away. Good Lord. So they had a gun and a knife. Four hours after all this began, Foster drove to a field where she and Powell made the five victims get out of the car and lie face down in the grass. She shot and stabbed Trudy Harrell, the housekeeper, Carlos, and Virginia Kearns. Trudy died at the scene. After being ran over by the car. So she shot them, stabbed, and ran over. I felt like she'd sold that knife. I know. And she was, I guess she still had yeah. the gun. And matter. poor Trudy was dragged 225 feet under the car. Oh, God. Also, what kind of a car was it to where that would be possible? I, I, I don't know. think they were as low to the ground. Then. Yeah. Uh, she was I said that as if I could have <laughs> you were and you were just like, yeah, that's yeah. probably right, Megan. Yeah, I know nothing about cars. <laughs> okay. Let's go ask the guys across the street. She was shot in the back of the head, stabbed five times in her face and chest, and her throat was cut open. Good Lord. The Kearns were forced back into the car. After, after they witnessed all of this, inst- yeah, Sweet and Keen were not injured at the time. Foster drove to a nearby bar where she claims she knows the manager. Hang on, guys. I yeah. gotta, I gotta go in I real quick. Here. I I know this guy. The Kearns mm-hmm. have been stabbed and gotten back into the car. Yeah, and now they've gone to a bar. 
Yeah, they're in the car at a bar. So are they just, like, so much blood loss at this point? Where were they stabbed? But even the people that you said weren't injured, Sweet and whoever. Uh, yeah. Why? Like, why they just watched all this happen? Yeah, keep going. So she goes in, she's like, hey, manager guy, uh, (laughs) I need some bullets. And he gave her four of them. Oh, God. (laughs) Why did anybody run away? I don't understand. I don't know. He said he did notice the occupants in the back seat and some blood on the driver's side door. So, but he didn't do anything. I saw some blood, but I was just like, whatever, take some bullets. Here you go. The phone is kind of wild anyways. (sighs) My God. After she got the bullets, she took the group to a loading dock behind a paint store where she killed Powell, mm. or no, where Powell killed Virginia Kearns. She too was shot, stabbed, and ran over. After killing Kearns, Foster went back to the bar to ask for more bullets. So she used the fort on her, and the manager said, "No, ma'am, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do this this time." Yeah, I just gave you four bullets. I don't know those. <laughs> yeah, it's like when a little kid comes up to you and they're like, "Can I have more of this?" And you're like, "But I just gave you that." Yeah. Where did I it just go? gave you four bullets. I just gave also, you four Also, someone was in your car now. Someone was in your car yeah, earlier. Where'd what, they go? What happened and why is your car all torn up? Like, but So both times, I mean, both yeah. of these instances where they've killed some people, they yeah. shot, stabbed, and then ran them over with their yes. cars. Okay. Yeah. It's a little much. Yeah. Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all mm-hmm. over again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo. Uh-huh. T-Y. M-O. Yes. And it is the company for getting the best type of straightener for everything your hair could possibly need. It's all over social media right now with products from $59.99 to top of the line straighteners. Each of their products are built to last and have so many options for whatever your hair needs are. So Karen and I received a couple of the products. Oh we gosh. got a so straightener and a blow dryer. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the straightener because that's the one that I have used. It has a cordless design, which makes it so bright. Handy. You traveled with it. Yes. So it's great for getting a good hair reset on the go because it's so portable and convenient. It's called the Porta. It has this 3D comb design, which is enhanced by cutting edge MCH anionic technology. So you brush it through your hair, it straightens as it goes, and it pushes against this ceramic plate that gives a frictionless glide that promises to curb frizz by 50%. And I've totally seen that because my hair gets frizzy and this just really smooths it out. I really loved it. Okay. So I got the air hype. I'm obsessed with it. I have just like naturally curly wavy hair so it was a huge game changer for me it dries your hair in half the normal time and it keeps your hair safe and shiny which i noticed immediately mm-hmm. i didn't even need to straighten it afterwards and usually i do because usually i have all those wild like curls left over yeah. the wind power on this thing is intense it's wild like i turned it up i was like let's play with these buttons okay so it has three magnetic styling attachments they're all amazing you know how some blow dryers you get are like if you go to a hotel and there's a diffuser and you're like oh my gosh this is like tearing my hair to pieces and it's right. gonna be so tangled not with this one nice. and it's magnetic so it's great so right now you guys our listeners can get 30 percent off their first order at timobeauty.com t-y-m-o beauty.com using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to tymobeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. So after the manager said no, they decided to go to Foster's father's home to search for more bullets. He said he didn't have any. While Foster was with her father in the house, Carlos, Kearns, Keen, and Sweet begged Tina to help him. 
Well, yeah. She says that she can't because Foster has the car keys and she believes she could help him more by staying. Also, though, she clearly can let them out of the car. If Foster doesn't have a gun anymore because she doesn't, or she has a gun, but she doesn't have bullets. Yeah. You can run faster than somebody can run after you and stab you with a knife. Were Foster and Powell like a couple? Yes. So Foster and Powell were lovers. So I wonder if it's like, I feel like if we were reading or listening to a story where it was a man and a woman, like Uh a Fonda Faye Foster was a man. Yes. You'd be like, Tina Well, she's only doing this because. Well, yeah. Tina Marie Hickey Powell, who has entirely too many names. We'd be like, she's a battered Uh wife or or abused girlfriend. This is true. Who's never going to stand up to him and just goes along with it. You know what I mean? This is true. But it's like, that kind of gets lost because we're talking about lesbians and people, you know, forget. Well, and also in 1986, people were not happy about lesbians. No. She could have let them go and didn't. Yeah. But maybe she was afraid of what happened to her. What if Foster's dad lived out in like the boonies and there was nowhere to run? Uh, The hills and eyes. That is like my... Oh my God. Like if you get away from the murderer, but you're running through like <gasps> cornfields. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And there's still no you- one because oh. everything you still no. cracks because you're in, you're in the field. Yeah. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. No. She claims she couldn't help him because she has the car keys and she's going to help him more by staying. So this ties back to Powell's defense. She said that Foster overpowered her and she acted out of fear. So it's Foster is the one who killed Virginia. Yeah. And Trudy. Mm-hmm. So, Powell hasn't killed anyone, but she's Powell killed helped. Virginia Kearns. Ah, oh, shoot. There I was really pulling for... She helped Powell. kill Virginia Kearns. Okay, got it. Yes. Foster left her father's house and went to another bar. She's like, you know what? I may know a manager I know here. this other guy, too. He I may, have a lot of friends. He may have some bullets. Also, why did that manager give her four? Mm. Was he like, I need to keep the rest of these in mind? I don't know. I don't know how many goats in a spare for. I don't know either. I guess it... As we've discussed Was it a before, revolver? Was it a magazine clip? I have no I don't know. So they went to another. We've already murdered two people. We've got these three people in the back. In the car. We're going to yep. stop at another public restaurant bar. Yeah. Okay. In downtown Lexington. It just seems like there were so many opportunities where these people should have been able to get away. I know. So it's even more upsetting to me if they didn't. What I would have been like, I gotta beat you really bad. <laughs> just anything. I gotta just scream you. really loud. There's people around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Not okay. She must have been completely terrifying. Oh, I'm sure. A witness claimed that she asked her for some cash to buy cocaine. She's being real upfront about this, yeah. too. She's just going up to people in bars and being like, hey, I really need some cocaine. My GoFundMe didn't work earlier <laughs> with the knife, so... With the bank pawn shop. Or can, you, can you help a girl out? So she also said that she, in addition to asking for cocaine, asked for bullets. I, just, I need money for <laughs> cocaine. And also... <laughs> I mean, I need a couple bullets. Like, do people just... There's three people in the car and I need three bullets. Bullets. Thanks. Open carry, and they're just like, here's a couple bullets for you, sure. Don't ask questions. This is weird. Yeah. The witness said she, or he or she, saw Foster's car and asked about the blood and the occupants in the back. Foster told the witness she was going to shoot them, too. Oh. Meaning Kurt's keen and sweet. So she told them. Yeah. She just... Police had been alerted. The witnesses described Foster as having been drinking, but was in control of herself. <laughs> so are they just drinking and driving? How are they staying this drunk? I don't... Again, I feel like she must be completely terrifying. And maybe people... Like, maybe this is the epitome of her crazy. Yeah. She was probably... Don't you think, like, there was probably a glimpse of it before. Like, people probably knew, like, mm, yeah. Faye is not a person you mess with. Yeah. So, she failed to get more money in bullets. So, she took them to a field and decided to kill them. This time, the car was set on fire. Roger Keene was found pinned underneath the car. Foster and Powell then walked to a nearby hospital. Powell called for a taxi and Foster went to wash off the blood. 
in a hospital. Was it just the nearest place? I guess, or the nearest place that was maybe. open? Maybe. That they could- why, why not go back to the bar where they're not going to really question what you're doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's a lot of bad decisions. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, there's a lot of things we can question. A lot of really bad things are happening. So while they're at the hospital, a nurse is like, what the? What the? What's, what's happening here? Yeah. They're not patients here. What's going on? So she calls the police. Police were already at the hospital for another unrelated reason, and they arrested them for public intoxication and took them to the Fayette County Detention Center. While Powell was being booked, Foster went to the bathroom where she flushed her butt bloody shoelaces and socks. She exchanged her sweatpants with another inmate. Can you imagine being this other inmate and this like brand new person's coming up to you and being like, hey, I need your sweatpants. You're going to give me yours. Let's be real cool about it. Yeah. yeah. No no reason why you should say no. Mine yeah. have blood all over them. You it's could just fine. wear it now. It's fine. But again, if an inmate traded this all, I just, I do need to see a picture. She was very intimidating. Because I'm like, there must be some reason. Yes. That people keep just like not saying no to her. Yes. So the police were pretty suspicious already. After they obtained Foster's pants from the other inmate, they were able to link evidence back to the murders. While in jail, Foster bragged to a fellow inmate about committing the crimes and admitted to destroying the evidence. During the trial, Foster tried to plead insanity. Psychiatrists found her to be sane, but extremely emotionally disturbed. <laughs> agree. Think? Yeah. Foster also, I also had, yeah, had that diagnosis. I, I mean, think that I agree with that diagnosis. You're not, you're extremely emotionally. I mean, today we may be though. <laughs> today I feel like today's, today's a rough day. Today would be the day. Foster had a long criminal record, including prostitution, burglary, and various drug offenses. Pell had similar, similar record, but wasn't as long or violent as Foster's. So Foster had been known to be. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. So people who probably knew her weren't going to like. Yes. Like they're not, if she's driving drunk, they're just, they're just going to yeah. look the other way. Cause who's going to, if she's already messed up, it's like, I'm yeah. not going to talk to her. Right. So the timeline of it around 9 p.m. Wednesday in a shopping center parking lot, police said Miss Kern's body was found at 10 30 p.m. a uh, half a mile away in the loading dock area of an office building. 10 12 a.m. Thursday, Police were called to investigate an automobile burning near a suburban road. Sweet was found behind the car, keen under it, and Kearns inside. Kearns was alive, but he died a few hours later at a hospital in Lexington of burns and carbon monoxide poisoning. So all of these people were friends. Yes. With her. With yes. Them, with each other. Yeah. And Lieutenant John Bizak said that in that year, they had only had four other murders. Oh, Wow. Yeah, so he was like, this is bizarre for Lexington. And now. It's like, and now it's got wild. It's hit the fan. Not, not so unusual. No. Although, I mean, a big spree killing is still unusual. Yes. The murder itself is not. The coroner was like, this is the weirdest thing. We've never had anything like this in Lexington. Helen LaFonda Faye Foster killed Carlos Kearns, a semi-disabled Air Force veteran. His wife, Virginia Kearns. Trudy Harrell, who was a caregiver of Carlos. Jimmy Roger Keene. A neighbor who was there just chilling, drinking, and Theodore Sweet, a friend of Keene who visited often on the night of April 23rd to 24th, 1986. So they were all just in the same, the yep. wrong place at the wrong time. Yep. The victims were shot, stabbed, and ran over with a car. Some were burned when the car was set on fire. So I guess when she no longer had a gun, she was just like, I'm just going to run you over. I have a car. So were the people, now that makes me wonder, were the people just like trying to run away from her? Was she like, oh, get out. Or were they stabbed? Like, were they Cause she did so freaked out? Did she just stab them, drag them out of the car? I don't know. I don't know either. It, but God. I don't know. So Powell told the parole board members 
on April 13th that she didn't remember all that happened on the night of the murders because she and Foster had been using cocaine and drinking for a week Oh, before this all happened. A week. What is that going to do to her? Also, how? I don't know how drugs work. I know how alcohol works. I don't know how drugs work. Yeah, the same. Like, how can you stay that I don't know. And like, that coherent. Oh, man. Oh, And they were driving all over the place. Yeah. Powell told the jury at her and Foster's murder trial in 1987 that she dropped out of school in the seventh grade. So a clinical psychologist testified that Powell had an IQ of 78, which was a very low IQ. Oh. Like lower, a lot lower than average. Yeah. Powell was sentenced to life in prison on one of the four murder counts and life without the possibility of parole for 25 years on the other four. Foster was sentenced to death on all five counts. Kentucky Supreme Court returned this to the Fayette Circuit Court for a new sentencing trial. Foster pleaded guilty to all five counts in 1999. So I guess they gave Powell a lighter sentence because she doesn't doesn't seem like she was as directly right like she didn't actually murder them or she was well she mur- she helped murder the one yeah Virginia yes which but, I guess that's the one she got the yeah and I you know with her lower IQ she was probably pretty easily swayed I don't know why I keep trying I keep doing this though I keep trying to take up for her somehow like, she's the bad wife because she has <laughs> lower IQ yeah but I'm still just like she's awful I'm not a fan she's like high it. as a kite I think I'm just trying to understand how this happened and so I'm like okay. Um, yeah. Because it's always weird to me when there's more than one murderer. Because it's oh, like yeah. someone who's crazy enough to, to do a spree killing. Where's the rationale here? Right. And now there's two of them uh-huh. together in the same place at the same time carrying out the spree killing. Like, right. how did, how, what are the odds that the two of them were both capable of that? You know? Yeah, I don't know. So I think I'm just trying to make sense of it. I don't think that there's much sense. No, there's not. not I can't really apply reason to this, but I want to. Yeah. <laughs> These poor people. My whole fascination is why do people do the things they do? Oh my God, yeah. That's why I went into psychology. I don't do that though for a living. <laughs> Me too. That's my degree. Do we know that about each other? We have the same degree. Uh, mine's criminal justice and psychology. Oh, not just psychology. I was going to be a forensic psychologist. I'm far off that. <laughs> very far. I mean, that. that's. Aren't we? Aren't we both? Yeah. And this, this is so very true. This is what we're doing. This is why we're doing this. Clearly. This is definitely what my college professors had in mind. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd be a better detective than my husband. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> hey, Will. Sorry, honey. Uh, the murders drew national attention and Foster, who had been called Lexington's most infamous killer, became the inspiration for a film that received critical acclaim in the 1997 Sundance Film Festival. I didn't didn't either. And I've never watched it, but we probably should. Okay, I'm going to look up the name of it. So we do it. Fonda Faye Foster. Yeah. Movie. Sundance Film Festival. It's called 100 Proof. We'll have to watch it. Palace housed at the Kentucky Correctional Institute for Women in Pee Wee Valley in Shelby County. And Foster, she and Foster have had numerous disciplinary violations while in prison, according to the State Department of Corrections. Tina Powell has had a chance for parole, has a chance for parole in 2021. Foster was sentenced to death, which was commuted to life in 1991. Foster is housed at the Western Kentucky Correctional Complex in Lyon County. And yeah, they're still just hanging out there. It gives you addresses. I didn't put them down because I was like, I don't need these. And you can clearly Google. Yeah, you can be their pen pals. I keep finding that when I look up some of the people that we talk about on this podcast and I'm like, oh, I know. I just it kills me. There's people out there who are like, I'm going to write you letters. I just don't want to get into that. No. I mean, I do want to get into their minds, but not personally. Like, I don't want to know. Face to face. Paper paper. It would. 
Yeah. Well, you know, that's like an episode. (laughs) Golden State Killer, Michelle Uh McNamara. Yes. Like, that's basically a big part of, in my opinion, what led to her death. Oh, yeah. It drove her. Yeah. She got too involved and it, it, of course, it would mess you up. Like, you were depressed and so focused on it. Yeah. I mean, that's all. She and you're getting in the like head of that serial breathe. killer. Yeah. Ooh. So, yeah. No, I don't want to get into the head. Plus, you know, you're going to write... What kind of meaningful conversation are you going to have? Exactly. With hey, I heard you killed these people. It'll just be a bunch of lies. If, they, if anything... Right. And are you even allowed... Like, I know that they filter through the inmates' mail. Are you allowed to write them about that stuff? Or do you... <laughs> Let's just put them to write you and pretend it didn't happen. Yes. How are Exactly. Like, what do you say? And it drives me crazy. Like, those attractive men... No. Criminals. People will write them and be like, I want to have your baby. I don't understand it either. I want to come visit you. <laughs> like, look. Because you're nobody's that desperate. All right. Well... That was mine. What are that you was gonna another do? feel-good story. It was so good. I do these all the time. I'm sorry. I mean, it is a podcast. It is. Which is Magic Murder and Mystery. And so. if you all didn't like it, you wouldn't listen to it. Correct. What are you going to so do? So, my, my next week is going to be about... Um, it actually is not a feel-bad story. Okay. It's a... It's just a mystery. It's just a straight-up mystery. Okay. Nobody dies. Oh, good. Or disappears or anything. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, good. I'm excited. It's not even about people. <gasps> Wait. <laughs> it's about a book. Okay. A very mysterious book. Okay. All right, you guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening and tuning in. Um, Following along our crazy lives. Yeah, it's been really, like, we keep saying it's really, really fun to uh, hear from you guys and just to see all of you listening. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, You can follow us on Instagram at witchesmagicmurdermystery. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) And if you have any local stories. Uh Uh-huh. It can be great. It would be great if you had Kentucky stories, but even if you just have any stories that you, you want are, us to share with the our world of listeners, witches, magic, murder, or mystery, yeah, you can email those to witches, magic, murder, mystery at gmail.com. Thank you. I didn't You're want to say it. Again. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We'll talk to you next, next week. week. See ya.